talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast Check, one, two, three Welcome to the Lockdown Podcast Shout out to Morgan J for that amazing jingle Do you guys listen to the jingle? Do you sit down and listen to it or do you skip ahead? Because it's a beautiful jingle. The Lockdown Podcast. He's got such a great voice. Morgan J. Look him up. Great comedian. Great performer. I'm jealous. Jealous of his performing abilities. In fact, when people say, I really like that jingle, I always tell them, yeah, I'm hoping to get the podcast to a place where it matches the level of the jingle. That would be nice. It's that good. The jingle makes the podcast. Presentation is 95% of the sale. Garrett Chong used to tell me that. He was my boss when I worked at a graphic design firm called Ideographic. I don't know where he is now, but he taught me a lot of things. And one of the things that sticks with me today is presentation is 95% of the sale. What's the other 5%? It's split up into many, many, many things, including nudity. Definitely nudity is at least 1% of the sale. I'm not sure if that's true, but probably. But I'm just a normal guy. You're listening to a normal guy on a podcast. Nothing special. Nothing special about me. I hope you don't think that I'm just like you. I'm just like everybody else. Except I put both of my legs in the pants at the same time. I know I've heard a lot of people put their pants on one leg at a time. And I'm here to tell you that I jump into my pants from across the room. Every day. I put my pants on both legs at a time. But other than that, I'm just like you. I'm just a normal guy who does normal, normal things. I get up. I go to work. I work, I work out, I eat food just like your food. And I, you know, I watch the same programs on TV and I, I share a lot of the same thoughts that you share. It's just at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I have to put preparation H on my hemorrhoid. Otherwise I don't sleep well. You just go to sleep. I have to take a two-inch long applicator and drive it up my rectum and squirt Vaseline into my butthole each night. But other than that, you and I, we got a lot in common. The book, guys, the book. Don't forget you have to go buy my book. You have to buy it. If you listen to my comedy special, if you watched my comedy special, Dark White, there is now a book called The Dark White Coffee Table Book, and it is a book dedicated to the special. It's a picture book. It's a coffee table book that you can listen to. And I should mention that to anyone who's bought the book already, make sure you read it from the very beginning of when the words start, where it says to download the audio first so it gives you a link you download it then you press play and then you put the headphones in and you listen while you read the book 
to, what do they call that? It's an interactive experience. Just like every night when I stick Preparation H in my butthole. It says apply. <clears throat> I should probably let you know how you get the book. You got you, you got to email me and say, Lachlan, I want the book. Here's my address. Send me a copy. And I will send you a link to pay. And we'll get you a book. And you can read it. Or have me read it to you. Those are the options you have. We both have a lot of options in life, don't we? We all have options. No matter if you're rich or poor, you have options. We're all the same in that regard, that if you are a human, you do have options. The only difference is at the end of the day, I have to put Vaseline between my butt cheeks. It says on the instructions for the Preparation H to use freely. I mentioned that on the last podcast. It says use freely. That's the only directions it gives. It comes with a two-inch plastic rod that's it narrows, it tapers at the end, so it seems like they want you to stick that up to your rectum. But they don't say stick it up your rectum. They just say apply freely. And I'm to assume that freely means get it up there. I've never thought that before, but I think that's what they think freely means. And I don't want to apply it freely because it gets all over your butt cheeks. And then, you know, as you walk, you can feel the preparation H. I don't want to get into it. It's disgusting. Right? Let's move on. It's great staying here. I love staying with my folks. My mom is awesome. You know, she was a daycare instructor and a nanny I think she wasn't a nanny. She was a daycare instructor. She was. She worked. She managed a daycare for teen mothers for many years. I'm butchering this. She's gonna be mad that I don't specifically know. But I was young, and uh, she also was a daycare inspector as well. She would in- go and inspect other people's daycares and see if your kid was. You know, if she would watch your kids, and you didn't even know she was watching out for your kids. But she was. She would go to daycares and make sure their, the swing sets weren't ripped. And she would climb up on their little children's play sets and she would go down the slide. And she'd have a clipboard in her hand as she went down the slide. And she would determine whether the slide met her safety standards. And then she would play with all the toys, too. She would, you know, she would make sure all the toys had batteries. You ever... Remember as a kid when you played with a toy, but it it didn't have batteries in it, how lame that was? Well, and my mom made sure that there were fresh batteries, stuff like that. I don't know if any of that's true, if I'm being honest. I may have lied if I'm being honest. But she's great. She's even got pan mittens. Like, does your mom have pan mittens? I'm not talking about a glove you put on. I'm talking about a mitten for the pan that just sits on the pan and it, and it stays there a little, it's got a little my mom's pan mitten has a little fish on it like a little someone's drawn a fish on it like it's an artistic pan mitten it's not just some standard stock pan mitten it's a homemade beautiful crafted pan mitten and my dad he's awesome too 
My dad's, uh, he's always offering me stuff every day, every minute, every time he sees me, he's trying to give me something. Hey, do you want, you want to, you want to try my sweater on? Try this sweater. I love this sweater. Try it on. I think it'll look great on you. And whenever I'm golfing and I hit a ball into the woods, my dad will always pull a club out of his golf bag and go, next time, try this club. Try this one out next time. This one doesn't hit into the trees. That's my favorite club. The one that doesn't hit into the trees. But they've been married for over 50 years. So suck it, everyone else. Just suck a big fat one. My dad's 83 years old today. Today is his 83rd birthday. Technically, he's 84 years on the planet. And last year he told me he was 83, and this year he's told me he's 83. And I don't think he knows how old he is. That's how old he is. He doesn't care anymore. But he gets up every morning and he goes somewhere. And he gets in he gets in his truck and disappears. And he comes back with muffins and a newspaper. And uh, it's great. And he gets into the crosswords. He reads two things in the newspaper. He reads the cross. He does the crosswords. And he cheats the whole time. I know he's cheating. He's got his phone in one hand. <clears throat> and he lo- he's got his pencil in the, his other hand in the newspaper and his m- mouth wide open. He needs to open his mouth to concentrate, but that's all right. And he asks, every once in a while, he'll just shout out something like, Locke, what was that singer? Who's singer in Mars? Pop singer Mars, five letters. And I'll say to him, Bruno, Dad. And he'll say, Bruno? can't be Bruno. can't be Bruno. It starts with an L. It's, it's Bruno, Dad. Oh, hang on a second here. Okay. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. That's kind of the conversations we have a lot at night. And uh, he also reads the obituaries. He likes to read the obituaries to see if he recognizes anyone. Um... <clears throat> Those are the stars of old people, the obituaries. They look for those those obituaries and they read. So he's into obituaries, which means I got to probably come up with a really good obituary for my father. I, I mean, my kid's going to have to come up with one for me. I haven't written anything in a long time. I need to write an obituary for my dad, even though he's going to live for another 20 fucking years. I know that. The guy's in red. He jogs. He's jogging around the island. He he's got a great gait for jogging. I don't know if you he just he's got a really great jogging form. He's silly. He's super silly. He chops wood. He chops it completely wrong, but he does chop wood. He tries to chop it across the grain and anyway. But he's got an electric wood splitter. So he's got you know, he's still gotta load the wood onto the splitter. And that's heavy wood. So he's he's working out. He's chopping. He's gardening. They're fine. I got I got a long time to you know what? Fuck his obituary. I don't even need to write it for another ten to twelve years. It can wait. Anyway, he's got a. I got to get him a good obituary photo too. You remember that? Don't forget when you're snapping all these selfies. Don't forget. In the end, you only get one photo. So try to figure out what you want. 
for that photo, I see a lot of guys uh, in their soldier's outfit. I think that's a good obituary photo. That's the, uh, the one where you got your whole uniform on. It shows you're brave. You probably, if you're dying, when it's like a black and white photo, you probably did actually have to go to war and fight for the world. So that's pretty amazing. But what's a good obituary photo today? I don't know. Maybe, you know, I got this one sweater. Nice collar on it. Maybe smoking a cigar. I think that would look good. Sunglasses on a yacht. What do you think? What's your obituary photo going to look like? Think about it. Also, while you're at it, think about what you want for your missing persons photo because that's a completely different photo. You don't want to look successful in your missing persons photo because they're never going to find you. They're not going to find you because they're going to be looking in all the wrong places. Imagine if I, my, my missing persons photo was me with a cigar and sunglasses on a yacht. They'd never find me. They'd be looking in all the wrong places. They'd be looking in country clubs. Nobody goes missing in a country club. No, I need... Like a good missing persons photo is like... You know, just kind of strung out looking. Like try to make yourself look like a crackhead. Because that's what you're going to look like if you go missing. Probably, I don't know. But I do know that they're not going to find you if you submit, like, you in your wedding dress. You ever see that missing person's photo? She's in a wedding dress, and, you know, her husband's standing next to her. You're not going to get found looking happy. You're not going to be smiling when you go missing. It's going to be a lot of sadness. Hmm... You know when you call someone and they're call and when they pick up they say just so you know this call will be recorded for quality purposes. I immediately when they say that I say, well that's a coincidence because we're also recording your call for sexual purposes. We're both listening to each other for our reasons. It just started to rain outside. Also when people. I never know what to do when I go through the cashier and she goes, do you want a receipt? I don't know what to say there. I don't know if I want a receipt. I always, it's just how I'm feeling that day. Do I want a receipt? Sure, I'll, I'll shove a little ball of paper in my pocket today, lady. Great idea. And sometimes I'm like, nah, you keep it. Save it for me. Do you want to keep your receipt? Yes, I would love to keep my receipt. I keep all of my receipts because I'm a receipt guy. And I, have a, I hold the record for the most receipts. I also don't know when, it's a, when they say debit or credit. I have no idea what I'm doing there. Like, I don't know. Debit or credit. Which one, which one works for you? Bank? What would make banking easier? Somebody tell me what to do there. Credit or debit? Well, let's see. How many buttons do I got to push here? Three or four? That's, well, you got to push one, two, three, four, five, or you can just press one button. That's really the only difference to me. 
It's stupid, stupid options. You don't need all these options. Just tell me what option you want. Guide me through your bullshit. Fine, update the terms of agreement, but I don't need to read about it. I know you're fucking me. I know you're fucking me because if anyone came up to me and said, hey, remember that agreement we had? I, we need to adjust it. I would say, well, you can't. It's just, we already had an agreement. You can't update it. But it's not even updating. It's changing. We're changing our agreement. Well, if anyone changes their agreement, they, you, you can't trust those people. But you can trust me to bring you top quality podcast material every week, guaranteed since January 1st, 2020. We are going on how many episodes 43 holy crap there's this is totally free too you don't have to pay for this at all do you i mean you might have to pay to some sort of subscription i'm not getting a penny of that but if you want to give me any feedback you can just text me i'm going to give you my phone number and you can text me any feedback you have for the show, even if you just t- if you like the show, tell me why you like the show. It doesn't have to be a long message. It can just be one line. Love the show. Uh, less blah. Or where's Mike? What happened to your producer and your sound guy? What happened to Larry, the lighting guy, and Rick? And I'd tell you, yeah, I fired them. But uh, I'd love the feedback. Hit me up. And until you do, here's Morgan J. Later, guys. Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast